Greetings, friends, and welcome to Shouting at Dice, the Dragon Heist. My name is Matt German, and I'll be your dungeon master for this session. Playing with me, as always, are Penny German as Kara Stonesmith, a dwarf fighter who isn't a big fan of the harbor, Jordan Dietz as Alara, an ASMR cleric who can now add dragon to her list of friends, Chris Sturdy as Akizi, a minotaur druid whose pockets are lined with good intentions and ritz bits, and Peyton Cogner as Azrath, a dragonborn paladin who's feeling much better now. Um, this episode ended up being one of my favorites, and I really hope you enjoy it as much as we had playing. As always, please follow us at, at The Best Disguise, at The Pennykins, at Jordan Dietz, and at The Library Chris. And I finally learned that Peyton does in fact have a Twitter. He is at Peyton Cogner. Uh, thank you. If you remember last time, um, you went to the Blackstaff, uh, to Vajra, and she... Uh, expecting a scolding. You, you expected a pretty good scolding from her. Uh, but rather she not, not necessarily condoned your actions, but was understanding of them. And just gave you guys some parting words of caution to be more careful in the future. But uh, she was not upset with you at all. Uh, and instead gave you a second assignment to go and uh, investigate with a, uh, a young bronze dragon that had taken up residence in Deepwater Harbor. Uh, and learn of its intentions because it had been spooking some of the sailors. Uh, you guys took some potions of water breathing uh, while Azeroth stayed home sick and went to investigate. You rented a fissure boat to take you out, uh, went down underwater, and ended up fighting some octopodes, including a giant one. Uh, after driving the octopodes away, you did finally find the bronze dragon uh, named Zelifar, or Zelifarn, excuse me who was quite nice and pretty harmless. Um, you guys learned that he was pretty much just taking time in, in the harbor to scounge the bottom of the harbor for treasure and checking the shipwrecks and such. Uh, he coaxed some treasure out of you guys, including um, Kara's necklace uh, and several gold pieces from you, but then also asked you guys to investigate a strange contraption on the underside of a ship, um, which after some investigation you learned, the ship is the, uh, the flagship of a three-ship crew, or a three-ship fleet belonging to the Maidens, Sea Maidens Fair, uh, a traveling carnival. And you convinced Zelifarn to take you to the flagship, boarded it with the permission of the crew, spoke very briefly with the captain of the crew. Um, they were very reluctant to give you any information, but uh, did uh, land you an invite with their leader, um, Zardon Zord, invited you to dinner the following night. You guys then proceeded to go to the uh, City of the Dead and meet with Sir Ambrose yeah, everyone, and convinced him to allow you to help patrol the cemetery uh, and keep an eye out for uh, a, a necromancer that had been stealing uh, stealing corpses and animating skeletons. Uh, you guys are going to begin the stakeout following your dinner tomorrow night, uh, and it is going to last a, about a ten day as far as you can tell. Or, uh, uh, Sir uh, Ambrose had told you he was going to have you patrol for a ten day. So. And that is where we left off there. So, uh, 
so we're going to pick up that following morning, uh, the, the morning that you guys are going to have that dinner that evening. Uh, you guys are all at your tavern. There is a knock at the manor door, so not the tavern door, but the manor door, uh, early in the morning, uh, where Akizi, Alara, and Azareth are. Alara answers it. Uh, it is Jalister Silvermane, your contact in the Lord's Alliance. Fuck that guy! <laughs> <laughs> we hide Kara in yeah. like a bedroom. <laughs> Kara's, like... Kara's in the tavern down below. Yeah, okay. Um, good morning. Um, I have a new assignment for you. Okay. Um, so many assignments. <laughs> it has to be done is... tonight. <laughs> is, there any, is there a problem? We're just on a lot of assignments right now. So many dinners, so many necromancers. Alright. So necromancers at dinner. <laughs> necromancers at dinner. <laughs> Very well. Um, regardless, this we do need this to be done. Okay. Uh, may, I, may I treat with your your companions? Where are they? Guys! <laughs> may I come in? Um. Alright. He steps into the... Uh, I come downstairs the... one step at a time. <laughs> he comes into the common room. It's no, you're on the same. You're on the same yeah, floor. Oh, okay. Floor. You can't okay. get close. Yeah, you only went up. You're you're on the base level of the, oh, okay. the mansion. So you uh you you bring him into the uh into the common room. Do you guys have like, did you guys ever buy like couches and stuff or anything? No. Any soft amenities up here? I think we were too worried about <laughs> There's the a chair right now. A chair. There's a chair and it's not a good yeah, one. He steps in and he just kind of looks around the barren room. Cozy. Um, then he uh, he addresses Alara. Um, Harko Swornhold, an evil adventurer who was exiled three years ago for attempting to bribe a city magistrate, has returned to Waterdeep illegally. We think the Xanathar Guild is using him to incite violence. He was last seen recruiting Kenku in the Dock Ward. Find him. And, oh no. <laughs> find him and quietly put him to the sword. We agree, guys? Yeah. Okay. I mean, sure. Very well, I shall take my leave. Good day. Leaving you to your quaint. Let me at it. You can come out now, Kara. Oh, I was. I didn't she's even know he was here. She's in the middle of the floor in the tavern with her, uh, in her footy pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> one tank, I, a full tankard in one hand and a half-empty one in the other. I just kind of spilled over. Yeah. Drinks herself to sleep every night. <laughs> I fell asleep with her armor on, so it's like oh, a cup holder. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> it smells like dead dwarf in here. <laughs> Alright, so what are you guys doing? Uh, hmm, do we think we can do this before dinner? No. <laughs> no. Have you met us? No. <laughs> yeah. But we can at least start turning up some clues. Yeah, let's do that. We'll hit the streets. Alright. Are you going to inform Kara or yes. invite yeah. her along? Just go in there. <laughs> All right, so, drinks so you guys are preparing in the morning, um, and Kara, uh, they, they kind of fill you in on this, on the on the task at hand, and I assume you begrudgingly go. Yeah, I'm gonna help them out. Mm -hmm. I kind of figured you're helping the friends, not your not the alliance yeah. you do not like. Silver so, eat shit. Um, so to paint a picture, you guys are all. Uh, preparing for the day, um, you know, for the, the hunt in hand, so to speak. Uh, Azeroth, I'm sure, is saying a prayer and, and sharpening his sword and getting his armor set. Uh, uh, Mikizi, any kind of rituals you do before? 
before adventuring through uh, the... Um, yeah, I imagine Akizi's getting her clothes ready. Yeah, what there is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna Making let... sure I've got spells prepped for the day and... So, uh, at any rate, uh, like I said, Alara and Akizi are preparing your spells and, and writing them down in the spell book. Um, and Kara, you are, uh, you're getting your armor set and going through your belongings, and, uh, we see you sitting at the bar, um, a mug sitting next to you while everybody is upstairs drinking, and in front of you, uh, laying on the table is a belonging, uh, we'll say a dagger, an old dagger from one of the fallen, with a note next to it that says, um, Sarad Swornhold, survived by his brother Harko Swornhold, the man you've just been tasked to go kill. Shit. <laughs> Who is leading the search? Um, I'll do it. Alright, I need you to roll an investigation check with advantage. <clears throat> and you're getting guidance for this. Okay. Uh, 23. Okay, yeah, so you guys head, it, head down there. Um, uh, description... Um, you you know of course what the man or you've been told what the man looks like his name and that he's recruiting uh, recruit trying to recruit Kenku uh, you start asking around um, particularly I imagine some taverns and stuff unless you had something specific in mind um, and uh, you talk to a few people and they're like yeah I know he's been asking around and talking talking to talking to some uh, some people and looking for some Kenku and stuff and they kind of guide you around uh, so you're, you're definitely on the trail takes you about eight hours of searching for to get this far. So you, you guys are spend pretty much the entire day looking and asking around, and uh, the last thing you get is, oh yeah, he's staying at this, uh, or at least I saw him going into this uh, this tavern down the street, uh, the, the Fish Eye Tavern. And okay. So you guys know where, you have a, you have a lead, um, mm -hmm. so it's no, you're not pressured to go there, uh, but it is, you like, look at the sun between the, the buildings in Dock Ward mm -hmm. and determine that uh, dinner is approaching. You guys head back home. You get dressed up and fancied up. In um, my polo shirt. Yep. So <laughs> that does beg the question, though, if you guys are wearing fancy, fancy wear, is that to assume you are not wearing your armor? And are you taking your weapons? Yes, because they're attached to my head. It's really hard not to. Um, I guess that's more directed I'm, to our raw bruisers. Yeah. I'm as I ask, um, I ask Alara if she can braid one of my hand axes into my hair to where it looks like a special, like, metal piece. Okay, so you're... But you're... it's, like, angled in a way where I can still move, but you so, can't see the handle, like, stick out Okay, so you're asking Alara, and you can do it. You can. Oh. <laughs> she is right here. Uh, but you would like Alara... I don't want to talk to Jordan, so I'm going to ask you. She's <laughs> all day. Sorry. So you would like you would like Alara to try to braid your hand axe into your hair to make yeah. it look like it's part of decoration, but Definitely. so you want to sneak a weapon in. Can you um help me uh, uh braid this into my hair? I mean, if it sticks out a little bit, that's fine. It'll look or ornamental, but Almighty DM, do I have to roll anything? For oh, you're that? gonna have to roll something for that. I'm just trying to figure oh, okay. out what you're gonna roll uh, for that. Stealth? I'm not wearing my leather armor or wearing my shield. But I did swap out one of my spells for bark skin, so I can cast that. If I okay. Need. And I can cast that on any of us if we need AC. Um, Alara, I want you to roll sli a sleight of hand check. 
17. Uh, you do an adequate job. You, uh, you fix her hair up looking good. It's kind of difficult to actually masquerade it as anything but an axe, mm-hmm. but you're able to do it to where it looks like it, more of a decoration that is axe-shaped. Okay, so. nice. Kind of like those, like, you know, ornamental daggers and stuff mm-hmm. that they wear. Yeah, no, it, it looks good. Cool. Um, I'm gonna hide a dagger, probably maybe in like a sleeve or something. Okay. There's no. Uh, but I I will bring my battle axe because that way, they're not if I'm just obvious about a weapon, maybe they won't. What about this? <laughs> It'll distract them from the yeah. uh, the hair weapon. So are you guys going to? Uh, you're, you're gonna meet at the uh, the two docked ships. Um, are you gonna try to be early? Are you gonna try to make it right on time? What's the plan? It's say early. Mm-hmm. Okay. That way, in case something were to happen to, we can okay. scout out the area. Right. So, uh, it is a drizzly afternoon, or evening, rather. Um, just like pretty much every night in the past week has been. Um, like, cold rain falls upon you. Um, but you guys get to the docks and make your way up onto one of the ships. Um, you are welcomed by some of the crew... Uh, and looking around, you see um, the crew is busy moving to and fro. Um, they're all strangely, like, they're all humans and somewhat attractive humans, uh, men and women. Uh, so crowding the deck, and when you guys get a glance at, like, below decks, you see a lot of uh, performers, uh, carnies and such, Um see uh, cages with uh, you get, catch a glimpse of like strange and mystical creatures uh, and there are a lot of covered wagons and uh, for use in braids and carrying things uh, and while you guys wait uh, the crew tends to pretty much stay out of your way and ignore you for the large part um, the captain of this in particular ship Thailand Iluith is the captain of the heartbreak. I'm sure he is. Um, and he, he instructs <laughs> you guys to wait patiently uh, while they bring their, a dinghy is being sent from uh, the Eye Catcher, which is the flagship, uh, to come pick you guys up. Uh, what are you guys doing while you wait? Oh, did they take my no. battle axe? No, they have not They have not taken your weapon. There's no way they checked you or anything. I mean, okay. I imagine you're not holding it at the ready. You've got it holstered, sh- holstered sheathed, what, something, but... I am going to look in the cages. Okay. Um, Do they let me? <laughs> no, they don't. Okay. They don't let you like because they're they're all in there like in the cargo and, and stuff, and you just okay. kind of catch glimpses of it from here or there. Okay. Um, you're more than welcome to ask, start like start asking about them um, to some of the crew or the carnies, but uh, okay. But the uh, they they definitely like when you when you kind of like start shying a little too close. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the crew's like, whoa, 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 get back, and okay. kind of, get back, you wait here on the deck. Okay. So. Alright, um, I want everybody to go ahead and roll a perception check, please. Fourteen. Nine. Nineteen. Twenty-one. So, uh, Akizi and Alara, you guys are more distracted by the, the sights, sounds, and honestly smells of, uh, of the, the carnival that this ship clearly encases. Um. Azeroth, you're, you're kind of keeping an eye on the crew, just watching them work, um, and uh, you kind of catch that every now and then, um, you when they're when they're talking, these these uh, these humans, they're speaking common, but they almost have an elvish accent to them. And uh, Kara, 
mm-hmm. you're kind of catching him, and uh, every now and then, like, you're, you're kind of catch up on that as well, but you're also noticing that, like, when they don't think anybody's looking, they they do these weird hand signals to each other. Are they looking at us all? No. <laughs> they when, they only do it when they think that nobody's looking. But they're just signing at each other. Like the crew to, to basically convey messages to each oh, other. Oh, okay. It's not like they're doing it like, oh, did you see that person over there? Look at those weirdos. No, it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. like they're they're just signing at each other every now and then. Can I can I it's kind of figure out odd. what the gestures mean and like is do I see um, do I see like a common one used in its reference to You like, don't have a enough thing, time to or... you do not have enough time. Oh okay, to I didn't know how together. long we were waiting. You got you guys wait for about maybe uh, <laughs> maybe half an hour. Um, when finally the uh, a dinghy shows up and uh, the captain comes up and Alright, your ship awaits. Alright, so um, you guys are uh, kind of crammed onto this little dinghy, um, crewed by a single uh, of the of the crew. Uh, and he takes you guys out to the eye catcher. And this is the part where they kill us. Shanghai. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, the crew, or the uh, the guy running the uh, dinghy uh, pulls a knife out and slits Keezy's throat. Yep. <laughs> right. So you guys, uh, you Sorry. guys do make it, you eventually make it to the eye catcher just as the sun is starting to disappear behind the buildings <laughs> in the distance. Um, you're welcomed aboard the ship, and... Just like the previous night, you were, you were greeted by Lorath Tharn, who is the captain of the Eyecatcher. Um, and he uses uh, this way, this way, and he escorts you down into the ship proper. As you guys are being escorted in the, uh, down into the below decks, uh, you kind of glance over, and just passing a doorway, you see what you are pretty sure is a Nemorite. And you are brought to... The, the captain brings you to the dining cabin. cabin. Uh, the dining cabin is bec- uh, bedecked with golden filigree, the purple curtains festooned with silken tassels, the wood paneling scented with perfume, a magnificent feast laid out on golden platters uh, sprawls atop a mahogany table of exquisite craftsmanship. Even the doilies are something to behold. Standing behind it all with a wine glass in hand is a well-built, scantily clad man, his scarlet apparel designed to accentuate his trim figure and bountiful chest hair. A flashy rapier hangs from his stylish belt. Welcome aboard the Eye Catcher, he says, flashing his pearly white teeth. Zardoz Zord at your service. And he gestures for you all to sit. Are there any chairs that are okay for Akizi to sit in. Yes, actually. Okay. It, yeah, no, they, they, he, like, when you glance around, you, like, you kind of look, and there's one chair that is significantly bigger and, um, sturdier built. You know, like, they, he very much planned for this. Okay. He knew you guys were coming, so. I, I file that away in my head, that he knew the makeup of our group enough to plan for this. Okay. I sit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and as soon as you do, um, you, uh, you you guys sit, you sit down and it's set, seated in front of you are uh, each a goblet of wine, or well, not a goblet even a glass. They're glass lined. Oh. Yeah, a pint, fancy, a fancy. pint of wine. <laughs> <laughs> so fancy. So, so Zardoz uh, examines each of you with a with a charming smile on his face, and so uh, I've heard much of your exploits. Uh, you saved Lord Neverember's son. Um, I've heard of uh, 
several of your deeds and some of the illustrious alliances here in Waterdeep. Um, but I, I don't know any of you. Uh, what, are, what are your names? Who are you? I'm Alara. <laughs> like, Alara, like, charmed, charmed to meet you, Alara. Thank you very much. Nice to meet you, too. And, and your silent companions? Uh, I, I am Akizi. Akizi. Very nice to meet you, Akizi. You are a fine specimen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Azeroth. Strong oh, name. Gosh. Well built. Kara. Kara. Very nice to meet you, Kara. I'm glad that you all accepted my invite. I really appreciate it. I've been wanting to dine with you since word came to my my uh, humble carnival of your exploits. Um, as luck would have it, you uh, you stumbled upon my ship. It sounds. Um, what uh, so? What what brought you here last night? A dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm told. <laughs> that is and quite a way to make an entrance. That's what we do. <laughs> well, I'm impressed. Very impressed. Thank you. How did that uh, How did that come about? What What brought you on a dragon to my humble ship? The dragon was curious about something that was on the underside of your ship. Yeah. Oh, the dragon spotted my submarine. Nice. <laughs> so the dragon was curious. Does this dragon have a name? It seems. It sounds so barbaric to just call him the dragon. Hold on. Zelophar. Zelophar. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. But so that was the. You have a, an alliance with this dragon? Are you, are you good friends? What? It's kind of a, a tall order to be doing for a, a curious bronze dragon. I uh, while he's saying all that, I just kind of sniff the wine and I just like sip a little bit of it. <laughs> it tastes. Um, exquisite. <laughs> no, it tastes exquisite. This is oh. good stuff. Well then, I guess it gets downed in one go. Yeah, like, Kara, Kara, you kind of kind of taste it a little bit cautiously at first, and then mm, nope, it's good. It's yeah. gone, and then it's gone. It's like, where did my wine go? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the glass yeah. and all. I'm like, how did I? Zardoz, get... Zardoz uh, stops and takes note and smiles. <laughs> the black staff of. Waterdeep asked us to find out what his intentions were, and we thought this might be the best way to pacify him. Official Greyhand business. Magnificent. I am being, I am being drug into this. This is, this is exciting. I. We apologize for any inconvenience. None caused at all. Again, I was, I was looking forward to actually having to sup with you and to meet you all. So. I'm actually very glad that our the fortune would strike and have you cross my path so is, soon. Is there like a pitcher? You actually see it. He snaps his fingers and uh, oh. and uh, a nimble right walks in, holding a decanter of wine and immediately fills it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> of course, oh, no. as much as you as much as you desire. And actually, as like, um, as soon as it fills yours, he, he the nibble right walks around and, and refills his wine glass and, oh, okay. and drinks too. It's a good thing you're not. You took off all your chain mail and everything for us to. Hold well, that way, if I fall off the boat, I won't drown. <laughs> but please, please partake, partake. This is uh, this meal was specifically made for for this night. Please do not waste it. 
what food is being served? <laughs> yeah, nothing. it's invisible. Like, hey, uh, or imaginary. Yeah, did you ever see Hook? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so great, it's, it's like all that weird... Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's it's like, like Play-Doh. Yeah. <laughs> cool, way to go. Shaving cream, colored um, shaving oh, cream. <laughs> With gelatin in it. Um, but no, he's got like, r- like a roast goose, um, ham, there's beef, there's fruits, and fine, fa- fine breads. Um, vegetables, there's a number of very tasty and uh, a wide variety of different foods. I give the beef the side eye. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually uh, like positioned like furthest on the table for me. Yeah. <laughs> and okay. closest to Azeroth. Okay. I have to assume. <laughs> so. Shall there be dessert? <laughs> Car is playing a, a game called Where's the Poison? <laughs> She'll it find it. Yeah. It sucks too because I'm like, I have a spell to detect poison. I got it. Like, <laughs> I was like, this would be the perfect time. Why didn't I I'm prepare gonna, this? I'm gonna cast detect poison. It's all in Kara. <laughs> you guys are fine. <laughs> Just like, <"Dee." laughs> it's false. It's like Princess Bride, just laughing, red cheeked. <laughs> they poisoned her. No, she just she, had she an just entire like picture that. tonight to herself. <laughs> That's just her. You guys start eating, and it is delicious. This is probably the best meal you guys have eaten yeah. since coming to Waterdeep. I eat if so not in your lives. That is not a strong, like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I imagine, I fully imagine Akizi's never even seen this much yeah, food in one, like, sp- in one I am place. scared of the food. <laughs> I stick to the salad, and, like, even then it's, like, he the simple salad. He comes out with a feed bag. It's, <laughs> <laughs> like, a mixed salad in there. Oh, oh, my God, I know how to eat this. <laughs> um, yeah, Kara's eating everything, but not, like, all at once. Calm down. No. <laughs> No, she's trying, like, a little bit of everything, and she's being, like, very polite and, I guess, formal about it, but very, very quiet still. So, um, what brings you all to Waterdeep? Are you native here? Are you are you from this fire city? Basically the war. Basically the war. Yes. We're just there like... is no war in Waterdeep. Well, the up north and east. Yes. That's where most what of us What brought met. you to here? New so. life. Uh, just a road. We met each other and then we wanted to recatch up so we thought, what a better place than Waterdeep. Fair enough. Well spoken. Well spoken. What, what better place than Waterdeep? Have you been here long? Mm, probably oh. close to a month. It's probably been longer than that. Yeah, like but month and a half. Well, you guys, two? you guys have probably been in Waterdeep for a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. So probably like two, two and a half months. Okay. Fascinating. Fascinating. Very, very interesting. What uh, what is your, what are you doing here? Like, what uh, I mean, obviously you're, you're taking part in alliance activities, but I mean, what do you do here? We have a. <laughs> Not all at once. Tavern. <laughs> we have a tavern that we're. I'm like trying to be like, refurbishing. Oh, business owners. Yeah, yeah. kind of fell on us. Oh, <laughs> for free. For free? Mm-hmm. 
Well, it was payment. Payment for what, Prita? Rescuing the old lord's son. Yeah. Oh, dear Raynor Never Ember. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, it was like a combo situation. <laughs> Him and, uh... Volo's friend. Volo's friend. Volo Gadarn? Yeah. Oh, sure. Sure. I have not had the pleasure of meeting him personally, but I've heard a lot of his exploits. I own several of his his books. You two would get along famously. <laughs> Why, thank you. I appreciate it. down that. at the Yawning Portal, typically. I will, I will do endeavor to meet him at some point. They meet and the world just explodes. <laughs> <laughs> did, uh, did old uh, DeGault Never Ember gift you with this tavern then? No. Volo had the deed. So, and we were actually working for him at the time. Oh, I see, I see. So, Volo, how does Volo know Rainer? This is all very interesting. <laughs> I think it was more of just a coincidence that Rainer was involved in that particular caper, but we did end up saving him. So he was grateful. It was like accident on purpose kind of thing. I see, I see. Very, very interesting, very interesting. I apologize for all of the questions. This is just all so fascinating to me. We're just hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and eat, eat, like, as you guys are eating. Like, just, just trying to let's try yeah. everything. And honestly, as it. you guys are eating, like, as the plates are, like, getting, it, it's one of those where, as soon as they're, like, half empty, they're, the nimble right uh, comes back and takes them away and brings back fresh food. I am going to, like... Keep a close eye on this nimble right? right? Okay. Does it look familiar? Uh, <laughs> like compared to other the other nimble rights we've seen. Well, the only other nimble right that you guys yeah. have actually seen bear that's true bore witness to was Nim. That's true. And, that was and this one is too. And, and I mean, near as you can tell, this one is not definitely not Nim. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's yeah, it's impossible to glean any kind okay. of information like that from this nimble right. Okay. Well, he hasn't tried to kill me. I think after Alara had that talk with Nim, she feels bad for him. Nimble rights, especially. Sure. Like, she has a soft spot for him now. Okay. Because he had a personality, he, she hopes that they all do. <laughs> I, no, I get that. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. <laughs> what you rolling for? How, how drunk cars and what's the result? Yeah, well, how many, how many got, times has that Neville Wright refilled her I glass? Got a, I got a 15 on my constitution saving throw, and... Oh, wait, I get resistance against poison. I, I don't know if that means advantage, or I'm just not that drunk yet. No, it probably or, hasn't hit you yet. No. I mean, uh, this is this is fine wine, not... Hard, warmen ale. Yeah, <laughs> it tastes But she's good. used to Honestly, this is probably, like... It, it tastes good, her. but it's probably yeah, it's probably not her thing. Yeah. I would imagine. It's like Welch's. Yeah, like, like this is this is this is alcohol in the same way that like, like that in the same way that like jelly is grapes. Like yeah. <laughs> so, like you're technically not wrong. Yeah. I think she's also playing the playing the game of like um, how how many do I have to drink. She wants to see how she, can, yeah. how many she can drink before she actually gets drunk. Yeah, before she starts getting like tipsy. Okay, or yeah. You, uh, <laughs> any, everybody else, roll a perception check. Uh oh. Okay. Fifteen. Eighteen. Eleven. Uh, you two notice that? Well, I, no, screw it. All three of you notice. So DC ten. Why not? That uh, Kara is definitely drinking m way more than she's eating. 
Uh-oh. Oh, Looks like the uh, nimble right is just staying by her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, anytime you guys see the, like, it, you don't even realize it until, like, halfway through the dinner, but, like, 50% of the time, the nimble right is refilling plates. The other 50% of the time, it's there to refill Kara's drink. Oh, no. <laughs> is she, like, starting to sway? No. Okay. Good. It's just that she's drinking a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys have seen her drink a lot, but this yes. is, like... A lot. <laughs> even even by that standard? <laughs> yeah. Like white girl wasted? Uh no. Like, Not yet. Yeah, she's she's working up to that. <laughs> but this is wine and she's like, eh. <laughs> so did you guys have any questions for Dazardoz or Um so I think is gonna ask him about his business and how he got started. Kind of thing. Um so wh- <laughs> Time to make he, up a backstory, man. Because yeah. he's the one who runs the carnival, right? Yeah. Car- okay. Yeah, no, he owns he's all the... He's sure yes. that he paid attention to that, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> what? I was going to say, like, in the middle of you guys talking, she's like, what's a submarine? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, an hour later. <laughs> she wasn't drunk enough to start talking yet. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> Kind of turn and slowly <laughs> look at her. Sort of stop and just okay, swilling so, your drink. <laughs> so, like, uh, starts talking about his business. Um, he, he explains to you that um, that the uh, the Sea Maidens Fair it was what it's officially called. It's a seafaring carnival uh, based in Luskin that travels around the, along the Sword Coast. Uh, provides good, wholesome entertainment in the form of fantastic street parades. Um, he goes on to tell you how, like, when he was young, you know, his his father slaved away and worked so hard to try to get something going and never could, but when his father passed, uh, Zord event stepped up and took his father's legacy and built built on on top of it, on, on what his father couldn't, and eventually, you know, rose the ranks to to own these the three ships and it's a very successful car and then Kara has her <laughs> what's a, a submarine, submarine. <laughs> and, and it gets quiet Laura's <laughs> kind of like I was gonna ask him <laughs> a submarine is a boat that goes under the water and keeps the people inside of it safe are they wet? perfectly spoken but are they wet? on the outside yes wait it fills with water? No. No. no or no. just goes under. It goes under the water. Oh. Hey, hey, Car, you want some more wine? Yeah! yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he, he actually takes, like, a, uh, he reaches over and there's, like, a cashew shell, a couple cashew shells over next to him, and he picks them up, and he takes a pea and puts it in the side of the cashew. He says, this pea is you. <laughs> and he puts it in the cashew, and he closes the cashew. This is the submarine. Then he leans over and plops the cashew in, like the cashew shell, in your wine glass, and then pushes it down till it's submerged, and then it pops up again, and he takes it, and he opens it, and the pee inside is dry, and he says, that is how a submarine works. So why do you have a submarine? (laughs) Because if given the chance, wouldn't you have a submarine? I'm not asking you, (laughs) Heezy! But that is the answer that I would give. <laughs> Good damn it! When you when you have lived a, a, a impoverished life as I did when I was young, and have come to great fortune as I have now, 
you tend to live life extravagantly. And being seafaring, in a seafaring carnival, I found that a submersible was a very stylish way to travel. When needed. Okay. Like he's just drawing on a napkin now of like a very happy stick figure minotaur oh. riding in a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> Can um, we ride in it? I'm afraid that is impossible. Does it not work? It works just fine. It's just... It is not that much space. <laughs> she puts a frowny face on the <laughs> Like, how many people Crumples up the napkin and throws it over his shoulder. <laughs> Why are you so curious about my submarine? Because it's cool! <laughs> I've never seen or heard of one. We are becoming friends, yes? Sure. I, I would say that... Good wine. <laughs> <laughs> when we are good friends, I will take you in my submarine. How do we become good friends so I can ride in your weird underground boat? <laughs> <laughs> he, he sits back and ponders for a moment. That, that is a very interesting question. I would say that time is one, uh, one factor needed to become good friends. Time, trust, and favors. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Found it, guys. <laughs> Friends help each other. I have nothing. I have no need of anything right now. We're not gonna godfather anybody for you. When I am not asking you to, although Just I, appreci say no. I appreciate the thought. <laughs> no, no, nothing, nothing nefarious, nothing, nothing. Dastardly. It's just good to know that there are a group of very capable adventurers in Waterdeep that can have my back. I feel like this is a lot for just a submarine ride. Drunken insight check. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, she's probably not drunk make yet. It a, make it a disadvantage. You're drunk enough. I'm <laughs> <laughs> still using the accent for it. Alright, it's a good number. Although if anybody else would like to, you can. Okay. At not disadvantage. Oh, that's an even worse number! Ten. Eighteen. Nine. Nineteen on my first roll. Honestly, he seems to be pretty on the level to you guys. You, he's not... That's fair. Yeah, he that's seems to be pretty upfront with you right now. Who usually rides your submarine and why? Um, well, I do, in case of an emergency. That's a good idea. Little, Why, thank you. I pride little, myself on my good little ideas. Little pee in a cashew, hidden in a wine glass. And he he, he sets he, he had had it set down <laughs> on the ground uh, on the table. And when you say that, he just pushes it with his finger and it slides across the table towards you. Exactly. Hmm. That's very smart, though. Why, thank you. Kind of like a bunker, but underwater. She just keeps going with like analogies, <laughs> like <laughs> like awkwardly. <laughs> Your friend is quite charming. I really like him. <laughs> the only one that thinks so. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come now. I'm sure, that, I'm sure that you guys are all good friends. Good friends, yes. But not as good a friend as to call her charming. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I like him. He's honest. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> all right. Um, so uh, as dinner winds down... Uh, the Nibble Wright returns with uh, a grand feast of desserts. Oh. 
Um, Alara asks if um, he's named his nimble right. No, I, I cannot say that I have. Can I name <laughs> What would you name it? Jack. Jack. Henceforth known as Jack. Is there any desserts that are super alcoholic? Like rum cake or... Uh, sure. Kara is now starting to sway. Uh-oh. And, like, well, like, you guys notice her mannerisms. Like, you've seen her drunk, and you know. She drunk. <laughs> she drunk. <laughs> she drunk. She doesn't say anything. Like, really bad. bad. Like, usually she'll get drunk, but this is, like, bad. <laughs> She's had a rough day. So then as, uh, as dinner winds down and, and dessert, uh, Zardoz stands up and... Well, thank you all for your audience. I, I appreciate your time. Please take care with your friend. She seems to be uh, we'll get her home rather safe. jovial. Um, so you guys are brought up to the main deck and uh, board your board the dinghy, and you are brought back to the harbor. Um, I nearly fall out like twice. <laughs> roll a dexterity check. Oh, oh at disadvantage. At disadvantage. I did really good. Fifteen. <laughs> you did not fall out of the boat. I'm just like at the front. <laughs> but it's actually the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How far out are we? Right. You guys get back to the mainland um, and uh, make your way to the city of the dead. I trust. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. No, but... I'm. I go home to get my armor and stuff. Oh yeah, it's probably a good. Yeah. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to go into this. I mean, not... as drunk as she is, she's just. Conscious she enough knows to what, know. She knows what's what to do. <laughs> yeah. We'll probably have to like pour her into the armor. Yeah, thank but... you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Um, so you guys make it to the uh, City of the Dead um, a little late, but not 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 nothing that's going to cause any problems. Uh, Sir, Sir Ambrose is, the, is there waiting for you. He's looking haggard. Old. Yeah, haggard and old. <laughs> he grumbles at you guys. Alright, so I will patrol the north side of the City of the Dead. You patrol the south. Sounds like a very good plan, sir. We'll meet you at Dawnbreak. Keep an eye out. Stay safe. Build it. He marches off. So it is dark. You guys are full. It is cold and rainy. Um, anything in particular? Any flavor you guys want to add to this? I splashed cold water on my face. Oh, there's... It... You're super <laughs> drunk. Yeah, it's, it's raining. From... It's raining and cold. From, like... A pool. A bird so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, but he, yeah. Akizi takes this like super seriously, so she's keeping an eye out for anything that moves. Okay. Um. All right. Um. I'll roll it all. At are you guys all splitting up? Are you staying together? Um, like, what's what's? How are you doing this? Maybe we should split up, but in pairs. Mm-hmm. Okay. That probably okay. wouldn't be a bad idea. Okay. Nose goes to not take the drunk one though. Same. <laughs> so Alara and Car are together. How are you guys split? Wait, I didn't want to go with the drunk one. <laughs> I'll I'll take care of Car. Okay. <laughs> you would be the most intense. <laughs> the soberest one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you guys split off. Um, I want. Uh, We'll start with uh, Alara and Azeroth. I would like you both to make a perception check. Nineteen. Uh, you you kind of patrol through the rain um, and the cold. Um, how, what does that look like to you guys? Like, are you doing anything in particular to try to stay warm or alert? I mean, it's 
you guys were up all day searching, and now you're gonna be up all night, so... Yeah. Um, she's... I mean, she's not gonna sit down. Because okay. if she sits down, then she's gonna pass out. Sure. But she's... Like, she just keeps walking. Like I said, I'm gonna, um, use my breath to kind of, like, warm up the air. Okay. This. Just deep and heavy inhales and exhales. Okay, I dig it, I dig it. Yeah, like, not quite using your breath weapon, but just enough to keep you guys a little bit warm. Okay, yeah, so you guys are kind of... You, you're, you're kind of being forced to walk in a little bit of a, a huddle. Um, are you guys just walking silently and keeping an eye out? Or are you chatting? What's going on? I think silently, because we want to take this seriously, so... Okay. If we don't pay attention, then we'll miss something. Fair enough. Alrighty, um... Kara and uh, and Akizi, both of you roll perception <laughs> checks. Kara at disadvantage. Eight. Sixteen. Okay. Um, Akizi, it's difficult to keep an eye out and take this seriously when you have Kara that you're literally having to like yeah. guide and help. Um, as the night wears on, Kara, mm -hmm. you're starting to feel less less fun drunk and more oh god drunk. Mm -hmm. Um, um, before I got, get to that point, she's kind of, like, drunk mumbling, um, about, um, you know, just saying, like, coward and... Okay, before we get to that point, so how, how, what does this look like to you guys? Like, how are you going about this? Akizi is, like, trying to keep one eye on everything that's going on in the City of the Dead, and one eye on Car to make sure she doesn't trip or hurt herself okay. or throw up in a bush somewhere and choke on her vomit yeah. or something. Are you, uh, are you, um, like, helping her walk and keep steady, or yeah. are you, okay. Yeah. Probably so, every now and then she's like... Like, just nudge her back on the road. <laughs> okay, so she's walking, like, a step in front yeah. of you. Okay, so, and then, uh, Kara's mumbling around and saying things like coward. And... Yeah, she's just, um, like, you get, like, bits and pieces where she's just talking about, you know, being a coward and can't do it, and, um, it's, like, hard to say if she's referring to herself or just, yeah. like, someone or in general, and, yeah, she just, like, every time she talks about this, she just, like, seems like she's getting lower and lower, and then she'll talk about, like, drinking, and, like, she needs one or something, and it's... You kind of notice, like, a pattern or a correlation into what she's kind of talking about as she keeps talking about it. Or mumbling about it, I should say. But yeah, just stumbling around. and <laughs> Like, right. every now and then she, like, doesn't realize you're there and just like, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, pick her up and put her back on yeah, the road. And just, like, stumbles. <laughs> and I'm like, what is that, a tree? <laughs> okay. Um... Kizzy, are you responding in any way, or are you just... No. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna say, as, as the night wears on, uh, like I said, uh, Alara and Azerath, you guys don't see any unusual activity or notice anything other than just, it's it's quiet, it's dark, all you hear is the patter of rain mm -hmm. on the grass and on the on the, the mausoleums and stone. Uh, you can see the faint lights from the torches, the, uh, the lanterns that are lit with everlasting spells dotting the, the area, um, but it's it's quiet and calm, um, so you you notice nothing. Uh, Akizi and Kara, mm -hmm. uh, as you're walking through, uh, after a while, Kara's mumbling kind of fades, and she's just walking in silence, um, stumbling around, and 
Probably not as stumbly. Right, as right. She was, getting but... getting a little bit straight, but <laughs> yeah. slowing down I think as well. Dwarves sober a little faster. <laughs> yeah. so, slowing down a little bit, and because of that, uh, Kizi, <coughs> at some point you kind of like subconsciously stop paying as much attention to okay. her. And Do I lose her at that point? You turn around and like, you, like you thought you heard something like a footstep or something, and you kind of turned around and look, and when you look back, she's gone. Uh, is I'm so quick. Gone. Yeah. And so you, you stop, <laughs> and you're just kind of standing there in the rain. You just hear this, like the soft patter of the, on the on the grass and and on the stone and and uh, nothing. There's no other sounds. You're, you're trying to strain your ears, trying to hear for Kara. Maybe maybe she stepped aside into a bush and started the uh, you know, um, um, retching and. But you don't hear that. You don't hear clanking her armor. You, yeah. you don't hear anything. Mm. And then you get, you get this unnerving sensation that you're being watched. And you look around, and you don't see anything. And you look around again, and you, you're just searching and searching, and your, your fur is matted and cold and wet. And then in the darkness, for a brief moment, you think you see a pair of red eyes. Staring at you. Okay. And then you could hear almost faintly sounds of screaming in your head. Oh. I don't like that. Just at all. just faintly. And then you something suddenly bumps into you and you blink and the screaming stops and the, the dots are gone and Kara is just running to you. She's vomiting on your feet. Oh no. <laughs> just a little bit. I don't have feet, I have hooves. Oh. Your your foot is clean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, she thought you were a tree. <laughs> <laughs> and so those those eyes are are just gone now. Yeah. Right? When you look again, uh, where you where you were looking at mm-hmm. where the eyes were, um, you just see it's like between two two gravestones and nothing else. Okay. In fact, and when you kind of like blink a little bit, like and peer through the haze, you see there's a tree like right beyond there. There's nothing that could have possibly been. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I would like everybody to make a constitution saving throw, please. Alright. Twelve. Thirteen. Net. Twenty-two. <laughs> nice. Um as as dawn breaks, Akizi and Alara, you both are just exhausted. It is it has been a long day, it has been an equally long night. And you are just drained. Kara found your second. You found your second wind. Um, you Pretty feel good. you're hungover. Um, you're very dehydrated, and you've got a splitting headache, and your throat is kind of on fire, and tastes of vomit. You don't remember anything after sitting down and like the last thing you remember is submarine (laughs) (laughs) does she remember what a submarine is probably vaguely something about a nut and a a pea (laughs) you're not really sure um and then and then you get bits and pieces of the night you just remember a lot of cold a lot of darkness and then a keezy and you remember at times you wanting to just Hug and hold Keezy because he's big and soft. And, but you didn't do that. You're pretty sure. There's no, oh, no, I you couldn't have done that. 
Azeroth, you feel as fresh as a daisy. Like, this, this is honestly bringing you back to, like, I'm going to say, um, actually, you know what, I'm, screw it. Um, I'm going to say in the in the night, um, you, you're walking, you're trudging along uh, probably an hour before dawn, um, and you're, you're feeling it. You're sore, you're tired. It's, you know, it's been a long day. You see Alara is just drudging along, um, your deep breaths have taken it out of you, and, and like you feel like you're ready to collapse, when all of a sudden you kind of hear a voice in your head, a familiar voice, say, be strong, do this, and when you, when you hear that you just feel this energized, and it, it feels like Lindy's reached down and blessed you with more strength for the day, and your god has stowed upon you and another a second wind and suddenly you're just mm, you're you're ready for another day um and by by dawn uh the, the rain breaks uh gives way to a thick fog and you guys meet up with sir ambrose uh who's looking haggard and cold and just like you guys almost target you saw nothing all right well Tonight, then, again, we will see you at dusk. And he trudges off. We need to go home and get some shut-eye. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We gotta be up and look for a dude about a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Alright. So you guys head back to the manor. Are you taking a long rest, then, or...? Probably a short rest. Just a Probably short a rest. short rest, mm -hmm. yeah. I okay. can get by with that. So a few hours, you guys get a little bit of shut-eye, um, and you, uh, you wake up probably early afternoon, and, um, Kizi and Alara, you guys feel like you need more sleep, but mm -hmm. you got jobs to do, um, Kara, your, your hangover has passed, Azeroth, you're still feeling great, you probably woke up that morning and started doing sit-ups or something, I don't know. So, we have to do this for nine more days, mm -hmm. so, or nights, I should say. Well, we also need to find that man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. The man with the very distinct Park, description. Park the very distinct Stormy? description. Yes. <laughs> that I will now recite to you. Harkos. Har yeah, Harko Marks. Harkos Warnhold. Yeah. So is that what you guys are doing? Heading down to Dark Ward and continuing the search? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go to that bar that we... Okay. Now you head, you head to the Fisheye Tavern where yeah. you last heard that he, that he was sighted. Um, I, I assume uh, Alara is still leading the investigation. Yeah. So make your investigation check at advantage. And um, I poke you for guidance. I can okay. probably assume I'm not I'm not telling Ben this, but um I can I, I can probably assume he looks a lot like his brother. Very similar. Yeah, probably. Okay. If she sees him and they don't notice him That's fifteen. Fine. Did you add a d4 to that? You know what, then, uh, Kara, if you're going to try to find him before they do, I want you to roll your investigation as well. Not an advantage. And I'm not giving you guidance because I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, yeah. It's almost keeping secrets. Two. <laughs> okay. Laura, you said you got 15? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, you, uh, you, you spend another afternoon, another eight hours, honestly, um, almost... 
just searching around Dock Ward, going, following lead from lead to lead. Some of them are dead ends, some of them aren't. Um, some of them, you know, feel you feel like you're on the verge of finding him. You know, oh yeah, he was he was just in that shop. And you run in the shop, and there's a guy who looks kind of like this guy. But <laughs> but uh, after <laughs> after a little while, you do find out. Um, they, they tell you, uh, no, uh, tomorrow, you know, he'll be uh, he'll, he should be down at the at the docks uh, recruiting those uh, recruiting some Kenku for for Xanathar. Guess I guess we'll be down here tomorrow. Yeah. All right. All right. And then you're gonna report back to Sir Ambrose. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Alrighty. I need to reset my spells. Alright, I want everybody to roll a constitution check again. Oh, that's a bad number. No. Can I guide myself? Uh, eight. Nice! I was one away. Twenty-four. Nice. Okay, so... Um, and Alara, as you guys approach the cemetery, you're like... You're walking up there going, that was harder than I thought it would be. Like, the, the traveling around the dock ward and talking to people and uh-huh. just going back and forth and back and forth. You guys are not up for this. This is not what you want to be doing tonight. Mm-hmm. You're, you're walking up in the in the, the cold rain. It's because it's raining again. Of course it's raining again. Of course. And you're like, oh, I have a warm bed at home. Ah. Uh, <laughs> Kara's probably feeling better than you have in a few days. You're walking up there, and Azareth, oh my god. <laughs> Azareth, He's like, like skipping. <laughs> He's like, I like, love cemetery. Well, at night, you, you had a dream of, of Lindy's coming to you and telling you that that this this job that you've been tasked with, this, this mission is critical and will lead you to your ultimate goal, and you woke up going... Yeah! Like, oh! You're just so, in the mirror brushing his teeth. And that's when you woke up and started doing the aforementioned like push-ups and sit-ups. And, and, and uh, like the entire time you're searching through Dock Ward, you're just like skeletons. Here I come. I'm going to smite you down. I'm so excited so, for skeletons. And you're just riding this high all day and probably contributed to these two's exhaustion. <laughs> Laura's just been like this to him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so you guys, you guys meet up with Sir Ambrose. And, uh, All right. Uh, we'll meet you again here in the morning. And he trudges off. All right. How are we doing this in? Same way as last night, or? We should probably do different groups this time. One uh, sleepy person with one less sleepy person. Yeah. Okay. A- Azeroth is the least sleepy, and I am the most sleepy. So we'll go together. Oh, and those... five. I rolled a four. Oh, you rolled a four. <laughs> I was like, I thought he got an eight. I did, but I rolled a four. I got five. Okay, you guys are like standing there, yeah. like trying to decide who where you're splitting off to, and Akizi and Alara arguing about who is tired. Yeah. <laughs> who is yeah. more tired? And then we both just That's fall asleep how on tired our feet. We are. Yeah. Okay, Kara and I will go together then. Okay. Ten. Alrighty, um, so Kara and Alara, we'll start with you two. Go ahead and roll perception checks for me. Thirteen. Net twenty, bitch. Nice. <laughs> uh, Sorry. So how does this look? What does what your, your two romp through the uh, the cold night look like? Um, she is making up for her poor partnership with the Keezy, and she is just like keen eyes, like Legolas. What does your elf eyes see? She's just like. <laughs> <laughs> just running around to different yeah. bushes. She's just running around to a bush like, I'm watching you! 
statue. There's like a marble statue of some sort of like some it's like some that. god that oh. is like honoring the dead. And you walk up to it. It's like, mm. like, like Blart Mall Cop where oh, he's like god. diving and rolling <laughs> around. And that's what she's doing, and you're just like. Yeah, Laura's just too tired to tell her, like, the statue's not moving. Yeah. No. She just, like, in the bush, and there's, like, leaves in her hair, and she's so big. <laughs> okay, so it looks like Alara's walking so slow, and then around Alara, it's, it's just, just like, like, rolling. like, rolling, and just, like, appearing, just just going around in circles <laughs> around her. <laughs> So it's like Alara here. Yeah, she's like Kara. on it. Yeah. So um, as you guys are traveling, uh, Alara, you don't see anything, and Kara, like, you're keeping a sharp eye out, and you do not see any movement. There are a few times where you see these two, and you're like, so a brief moment, you're like, ah, ah. You're ready to throw my never hand mind, Never mind. Never mind. Uh, it's not a minotaur skeleton. It's just a minotaur. Aww. It's Akizi. Okay. All right. So. Um, Akizi and Azeroth, I would like you both to roll perception checks. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna poke Azrath to give him uh, guidance so okay. he can roll an additional D4 and add to it. Oh, I should have done myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need it. He's he's like I'm fueled yeah. by my god. I look for them. Yeah, but it, it literally cost me nothing to constantly cast yeah. guidance on everything. So. Fair enough. Fourteen. Fourteen. Nice. Okay. Nice. You two are equally observant somehow. Cool. <laughs> yeah. And I've got uh, I've you cast produce flame, so I'm holding a little fireball like a lantern. And like keeping it dry from the rain. Like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ezreth, how are you? Like, same thing as last night, or are you? Because uh, no. I mean, obviously, Akizi's got a little bit better protection against the uh, elements than uh, Alara did. So are you gonna roll around like Kara? Uh, and fur. <laughs> That's more what I was leaning towards. But I okay. Have a hood. <laughs> oh yeah, I brought a rain. I brought a rain jacket. Yeah. <laughs> I got a poncho. <laughs> Like, at like, this point, like, I'm just so pumped, I don't even mine. care that I'm just dealing with it. Sounds good to me, yep. Um, yeah, you guys patrol for another night, and no, nothing happens, no event, nothing eventful happens. Um, you guys, uh, dawn breaks, um, Akizi and Alara have a level of exhaustion at this point. Oh, we do. <laughs> now okay. at this point, yes. Um, okay. So another night has gone by. Sir Ambrose again meets you. Nothing. See you tonight. And then he marches off. So, so you guys get back home. What? You guys get back home. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Are you taking a short rest or a long rest? Uh, I'm a short rest. Uh, Akizi means to take a short rest. It does not end that way. Okay. Um, I, I'm taking a short rest because I'm going to go and look for what's-his-face. Okay, well, hold on. I'll take a long rest. Okay, so uh, after a few hours, uh, Azareth and Kara, you both wake, getting ready, and, like, Kara's downstairs in the tavern. Um, Azareth, you notice that both Akizi and Alara are, like, not up, so you, like, I guess you'd probably go to their doors and knock. Who... There's no response from Akizi. Yeah. Akizi is a rough sleeper at the best of times. So, like, you're halfway convinced she's dead in there. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe she's up downstairs already. And then, are you trying to sneak out of the house then? Yeah, and I, le I'm, I left a note that just says, Went out, K. <laughs> <laughs> Went out, K. <laughs> Check it, you, had, you had so many. 
Okay. Uh, so Azeroth, after you uh, knock on their doors to no avail, you head down to the tavern to get Kara, and all you find is that. Uh, I guess I want to try. You're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Assuming they aren't up yet, I'm going to. It's a bird assumption for me. Try and get a trail on Kara. Um, I want you to make an investigation check, and Kara, you're gonna go looking for the guy. Yeah. Make an investigation check. One, not natural. Um. Oh fuck no way! you head down to where you head down to where they uh they said that he was gonna be trying to recruit Kenku, and there's just like like nobody there. There's just there's nobody of interest there. So you do not find him. Um. Azeroth though does find you. Yeah, Azeroth, you uh you uh, you you you, you kind of step out. With the note in hand, and you just kind of look around with the troll skull alley, I didn't make and you're it like, very far. <laughs> "I've got an entire city to search." <laughs> so right you, you you pray you pray to Lindy's. Close your eyes for a moment. And when you wait, when you open your eyes, you just you just know, check Dockward, and you you kind of go back. You just kind of meander and, and get down there looking for her, um, and find yourself where you were planning on looking for uh, your mark. And there's Kara. Aston. She has not <laughs> noticed you yet. Nope. <laughs> In fact, I imagine she's kind of, at this point, standing at the edge of a dock, just kind of gazing out into the ocean, into the bay. I want to... Get <laughs> um, Go to jail. Go, I want to go and talk to Kara and basically be like, hey... <laughs> Why would you come out here by yourself? You know, this area is dangerous right now. Get short. <laughs> so yeah, Hazareth walks up behind you and... Kind of jumps. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if it was a large, she'd just smack you on the back of the head. Like, idiot! <laughs> by yourself! The Kizu would silently judge you. Yeah. <laughs> like she did the entire first night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm just, uh... I, uh, was looking for... Um, a, a brewer! Yeah. Make a deception check. <laughs> Make an insight check. <laughs> Not very good. Please don't believe me, that was awful. Alright, what'd you get? Fifteen. Five. <laughs> <laughs> so she doesn't believe you. <laughs> that makes sense. You are, you are drunk. <laughs> for the bar, for the bar. Not right now. <laughs> Roll the section check! Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like, listen, Kara. Oh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Like good She's thinking ahead. He's like, look, thinking about AA for <laughs> Adventurers Anonymous. <Yeah. laughs> Does the church take in alcoholics? Get rid of their Alright, well, let's go see if we can find this brewer. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Took it and ran with it. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll say by by this point, uh, uh, Alara and Akisi both wake up. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Azareth and Kara are both gone. Uh-oh. What do you do? <laughs> no, no, Kara gone. <laughs> Did you leave a note? <laughs> no. <laughs> I know. Did you leave? Did you leave her note? 
No, I took it. Here's the thing, though, is that leaving the note and not leaving the note have, would have the exact same effect on Nikisi. <laughs> <laughs> what time of day is it right now? Um, late afternoon. <laughs> okay. So There's enough time to get a little bit of investigating in yeah. before night. I mean, we sh should probably go look for them. And if we can't find them, then just head to... Yeah, that's probably not a bad idea. So, <laughs> I'd like, okay, so, I'm going to assume she's like, oh yeah, let's go, and then, oh god, how long should I play along with this? And, like, after, after Azeroth asks, like, a couple of people, and they're just like, huh? <laughs> she's like, alright, I, I lied. I, I didn't... I didn't. <laughs> Tears streaming down his face, anime style! Yeah. I believe you! We wasted our whole day! <laughs> well, to be fair, it took, you guys most, it took you most of the day to find her, so you guys haven't been searching around for too long, but... Carves <laughs> looking forlornly out on the... On the bay. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I really doing down there. I came here looking for Harko. By yourself. Yeah. Knowing he's gathering Kanku. Yeah. Why would you do this? <sighs> I knew his brother. He was. He was a soldier. He died during the war, and I was responsible for him. And I want to make it right as best I can. I'm sorry to hear of your sorrows, but um, maybe if timing is right, we can do what you need to do before we silent him. <laughs> well, I, I want to give him a chance. Maybe we can get him to leave, and we don't have to kill him. Then we can just say he was never here. But they already know he's here. I mean, maybe we can make him disappear without killing Yeah, I mean, just, I, I, all, I, all I ask is that we give him one chance. And if that doesn't happen, then... I mean, yeah, they want us to do it quietly, but I don't know. I mean, just... So, Kara and Alara, what do you... Or Keezy and Alara. I'm a monologue. I guess we should probably look over the dock ward and That's kind, kind of, of, yeah. I want you both to roll investigation checks. Okay. I bop her on the head for guidance. Yeah. Okay, got that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you guys get up and walk down there. And, <laughs> and we know immediately where they are yeah. and just, like, walk there. <laughs> like, you you just happen across them. Like, you're walking down there, and you find Azeroth and Kara, and they seem to be in the middle of a heartfelt conversation. He's like, wah, wah, whatever. So, <laughs> Kara, you were literally just saying, I want to give him a yeah. second chance, when all of a sudden, these two show up. And you guys hear the last bit of that. The, uh -oh. want to give him a second chance. Or want to give him a chance. Yeah. And then you guys walk out. I feel like I... Oh, hi, guys. What are we talking about? <laughs> uh, no. I... We were just discussing the, um, brewer. Brewer! <laughs> 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 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to try him out, give him a chance, you know? I'm rolling an insight check. <laughs> a deception check. Both of us? Yes. Okay. If you're both lying to her. 20. Never mind, she won. 18. Yeah, no. No chance. You both know they're lying. <laughs> I squint. I give you the, the sad the sad cow eyes. <laughs> Lord glares. I It's fine. It's it's gonna happen. They're, they'll be here for I know I knew Harko's brother. He was a soldier that I was in charge of and he died. I was kind of Wanting to give him a second chance, I feel like I owe it to him. You would be giving him a third chance. Ooh, third. He already had his second chance when he was banished. Ooh. He made his choices. Yeah. You don't have to. You don't owe him for his bad choices. You can always bury him with the memory of his brother. Wow. <laughs> 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 I just... I have to try it. I... I can't... He's trying I can't to... knowingly kill him or try to without giving him a chance. Well, I mean, you... We can hear what he has to say, but if he's not willing to at least come with us to the, the Blackstaff, then you know what we have to do. Yeah, I know. And you don't have to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just... I don't want... I don't want to leave you guys hanging, but I don't want to... He's not his brother. Mm-hmm. He's a totally separate person. Well, what if... What if he's this way because they had a lot of bad things happen to them? Why, you know, maybe his brother's this way is because he felt like he had no other choice. There's always a choice, Farah. You just chose the wrong one. Ah! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Dying emotionally. <laughs> I'll just. <laughs> so you guys gonna continue on your investigation then? Yeah. Oh, what time is it? <laughs> um. Early evening. Oh. Okay. You've got a, you've got a, like another couple hours of of investigation. Okay. okay. And with a nat 20, you're not going to have to roll again. Yes. Uh, so, Lara, you're kind of like, so if we're looking for this guy, this isn't the right area. And as we're at the car, like, what the hell are you talking about? I'm like, no, it's like two docks down. <laughs> you guys are wasting your time all day. Yeah. <laughs> She's just running around this one dock. Yeah. Like, this is the only dock, right? <laughs> I don't know water stuff. Um, you guys, uh, like, Guys, we talked about this yesterday. So you, uh, you, you guys head over to the alleyway that, that uh, you were told about, and you kind of uh, you turn the corner, mm-hmm. and you see there are two Kenku and the man of the me, matching that description talking in a in a huddled in like a corner. Um, you want the opportunity to talk to him? Yeah, if I can. Let go. Uh, thank you. Make easy. Mm-hmm. Thanks. 
I get the, I kind of like quickly get my bag out and get the, the dagger. Okay. And, um, I don't have my axe drawn. I'm just, this is very non-confrontational. Yeah, you're going to approach in an obviously non-threatening way. Yeah. Um, as soon as you get like halfway down the alleyway, um, one of the Kenku notices you and, and, uh, says, there! And, uh. Harko turns and sees you approach and kind of steps in between you and the Kenku. Mm-hmm. What do you want? Uh, I need to talk to you. He kind of looks back at them and then at you. What? What do you mean you need to talk to me? You're Harko Swornhold, right? He turns He turns around quickly. One of you birds, what? talk! No, 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 no. Just, just listen real quick, please. He turns back around. My name is Kara. Kara Stonesmith. I was, I was uh, your brother Sarad's commanding officer. At the mention of his brother's name, you see him kind of react. It's like he flinches a little bit. Like he was not. He was not expecting that. I'm sorry to have to tell you this. I show him the dagger. He just stares at it. What happened? There was... There was an attack, and... We were outnumbered and outflanked, and... You got him killed. Is that what you've come to tell me? (laughs) Yeah. He takes the the dagger from your hands and kind of holds it. He was my only family! And you got him killed? <laughs> he clenches the dagger. Uh-oh. And attempts to stab you. Roll initiative. Well, that went as well as I was to be expected. Nat 20. Doesn't matter. 22. Yeah, but I, I just say, like saying Nat 20. Leave it be. It's just like saying it. We were saying it often. It's really cool. Um, Elora, what'd you get? Uh, 22. Keezy? 15. Kara? 18. Azeroth? 21. So the uh, the bandit captain, Harko, gets to attack first because he's got a surprise attack. Bitch. Mm-hmm. Dagger. Oh, and he got a nat 20. Oh. How fitting. Holy <laughs> crap. Makes wow. sense, actually. <laughs> uh, dealing four damage to Kara. That's it? That's it. Took it right in the shoulder. Yeah, he, he rears back and just stabs you in the arm immediately, and you're just kind of like, Oh. Huh. <laughs> um, Alara, you see this happen from the uh, from around the corner. Uh, you get to act first. Okay. I'm going to yell a command word at him. So what is your <laughs> command word? Freeze. Okay, and... Uh, uh, wisdom saving throw 13. <laughs> he got a three. Yes! So he freezes as soon as the dagger enters her arm. He just freezes there. Ah! This is worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's frozen. Just block away from it. <laughs> it's at an angle. <laughs> I'm short. He aimed down. And when he does freeze, he's just staring into your eyes, and just you can see, like Kara. There's a moment where, like. Time stretches on where you don't feel the dagger, you don't feel the pain. You're just looking into his eyes, and you see the eyes of a brother who has.
has lost his only family and is just filled with rage at you. Yeah. The moment stretches on. Alara, are you going to do anything else? A lot closer. Okay. Yeah, you can you can make it up to what? them. No, the no. <laughs> they're, they're within 30 feet of you if you would like to get to them. You see, and you see the Kanku are, like, going for their swords. Ah, oh, those bastards. I just walk a little bit closer. Um, Azarath. Um, I'm going to run up and attack one of the Kanku. Uh, so you run past, uh, yeah, you rush past Kara, Alara, Kara, and Harko. Um, fortunately he does not get a, uh, an opportunity of attack on you because he's frozen. Um, but yeah, you can go ahead and make an attack on one of the Kanku. Fourteen. Um, that is a hit. Eight. So yeah, you run over and, uh, attack one of these Kenku and practically cleave it in half. It's still standing, but it does not look to be good. <laughs> this Kenku is not happy with what just happened. You hear... Fuck! <laughs> in a weird voice, it's not Kenku. <laughs> no, that's just the voice he heard. Yeah. <laughs> he hung around a lot in bars and shit. Yeah. In fact, it sounded like Harko. <laughs> you just hear Harko's voice. Fuck! Alright. Kara. I'm gonna grapple him. Just grab him in a bear hug. Yeah. Alright. I'm um, sorry! I guess making an armed attack at advantage. Oh, advantage. Yeah. Oh, that's right, he's frozen. He's frozen. But should you take your arm away from us? No, no, it's going oh. with me. Oh, God. Make it worse. 23? All right, yeah, you wrap your arms around him. Are you, like, trying to pin his arms to his side, or... Like, how are you grappling him? What are you trying to do? Uh, yeah, like... Hold him, like, sleeper hold, neck hold, arm hold. Whatever I got. All right, yeah, you, uh, you jump up and, like, wrap your elbow around his neck and, like, try to... You're trying to force him to the ground? Is that yeah. what you're trying to do? Okay. Um... You get a... You grab a hold of him, but you're not gonna be able to force him to the ground until after... Or until your next turn. That's cool. Alright, Akizi. Okay, uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to summon my spirit totem uh, in the form of a hawk, kind of centered around all the chaos. Like, how big is the fight? Is it within 30 feet? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So I can use my reaction to give uh, advantage to one of my allies on an attack roll, and we also have advantage on perception checks. So a spectral hawk just kind of shows yeah. up, like, just kind of soars out of the sky and starts flying around the battlefield, like, swinging around you guys in, like, weird circular, like, figure eight patterns. And then I'm going to launch my produce flame ball at the, uh, the Kenku that uh, Azarath attacked but didn't kill. Okay. Ugh, nine. That is a miss. So, yeah, it, uh, it, it flies by and, like, uh, as Azarath cut into it, it flinched and the fireball flies past it. Um, so both of these Kenku are going to attack Azarath. Nat 20 on the first one. Stop rolling well. <laughs> um, Azarath take nine. Ooh. E. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Kenku that you uh, you slashed, he, he uh, kind of just shoves his sword up into a chink in your armor and just cuts into you. And the other one, 15. Nope. Alright, so the other one slashes at you, but you parry it with your sword. Um, Arco is still frozen. Alara? Um, I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame on the one that wasn't injured. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, 15? God dang <laughs> Alright. This Kenku see this Kenku sees your is wise your game and just slides away. Azeroth? Um I'm gonna go after that Kenku. I already almost sliced in half. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna use my reaction to give him advantage. Fourteen. Fourteen to hit is a hit. Eleven damage. Okay. Um yeah, you fully cleave this guy. Uh finish him if you would like. Finish him if you wanna have that. So I basically just grab him by his neck. Finish slicing him in half, and then throw him into the water. Okay, uh, Kara. Kara. So you are uh, you're you're grappling this guy and trying to get him in a sleeper hold. Yeah. Um, trying to force him to the ground. You now feel that he is no longer frozen by uh, by Alara's command, uh, and is starting to fight against you. So if you'd like to force him to the ground, make a strength check. Nat one. <laughs> Wait, how did I do this? Yeah, you, you're, you're you're trying to shove him to the ground, and he kind of shifts his weight, and all of a sudden, the weight you were pushing on him is turned to you, to his advantage, and you fly over his shoulder, and he slams you on the ground. Take one damage. Nikizi? Okay. Um, how many Kenku do we still have standing? One. Oh. There were only two. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, then I will use my Goring Rush action. I charge that critter, and then I stab him with my horn. Okay. That's going to be 14. All right, that is a hit. Nine damage. Nice. Um, you rush over and gore this one. Um, uh-huh. He, he quickly, like, adjusts and breaks off of your horn. Um, not breaking your horn, of course, but yeah. uh, he does not look too great. Okay. Uh, then I am going to shove him... Five feet towards Azeroth. Okay. Yeah, you, uh, when you do that, yeah, you, you shoves over there. Like, as he was popping off of your horn, you throw him over to, in front of Azeroth, basically standing on his fallen friend's corpse. So. And then he is going to attempt to attack uh, you, Akizi, since okay. you just gored him. I wish he wouldn't, but okay. Ooh, wow. Okay, that's, uh, that's gonna hit. That's a 24 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Five damage. Yeah, he, uh, he, he quickly swipes around and cuts into your back as you uh, right after you rushed him. Um, Harko is then going to draw... Um, he is going to, like... You see him drop the dagger and draw his scimitar, and he is going to come down and start stabbing at you with it. No, he doesn't drop the dagger. He tosses it to his left hand and then grabs the, the scimitar with his right. Ooh, do uh -oh. older, eh? All right. I'm in for it now. <laughs> oh, shit. Alright, um, and he's going to attack you twice with the scimitar and once with the dagger. So, scimitar number one. Nat one. Excellent. <laughs> um, I do the splits and it hits so the you, he, he swipes down at you and you raise your shield up and slam it into his wrist, and the scimitar flies out of his grasp and lands like next to you. But he is going to attack you with his dagger still. So that is not a hit. Uh. It's ten to hit. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. All right. Curses as is when that happens. Uh, Ilara. Uh... You've got one very wounded Kenku in between Azeroth and Kizi, and you've got uh, a very angry but disgruntled but not advantageous looking Harko standing above Kara. I'm gonna go for Harko because I think they got the other one. Probably a fair assessment. <laughs> um. 
don't want to cast inflict wounds on him in case you want to keep him alive. It, I'm leaving it up to you. Kara has like... her own agenda. She will not begrudge you whatever you do. Okay, because I feel like the look <laughs> in his eye, he's not going to stop until you're dead. Oh yeah, no, that's, that is that's a, a fair assumption. That is another fair assessment of the situation. Okay. So, I, Penny, do not want to lose my character. <laughs> so I'm going to cast inflict wounds okay. on him. 15. Barely hits. 13. 13. 13 damage? Mm-hmm. Alright, yeah, you run up and, like, grab a hold of his his arm, um, the one that he was going to slash down and bashed out, his free arm, basically, and, and channel your, your energy into him, and you just, you see him, ah, scream in pain. Azareth. Alright, I'm gonna go after that Kinku. 20? That's a hit. 14 damage. Jesus. That would have outright killed him. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise me. Alright, you uh, you see him. He, he swiped at uh, Akizi and, and tore into her back a little bit. And you see the opportunity. You, you kind of flip your sword around and just drive it into his back. Um, stabbing him right through and impaling him. And stabbing him into the ground. And then lift your foot up and put it on his back and shove him off your sword. Anything else from you? Can you drop these? Um, I'm going to move over to where they're fighting. Alright. Kara. I'm gonna punch him. Okay. Because I still haven't drawn packs. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ten. She punched herself. Alright. No, you don't. You, you swipe, swipe up at him and he just kind of yeah. moves out of the way. You're out of... I mean, it's hard to fight I while you're I on the ground. I guess I stood up and then tried to hit him, but I was still off. Okay, yeah, that'll work. that'll work. That'll be your move action, getting up. Uh, Akizi? Yeah. Okay, uh, I am going to... My dice are, like, accurately rolling for how Kara feels about this yeah. situation. Uh, I'm going to produce flame <laughs> and toss another flame at him, okay. and I'm going to use my, uh, reaction to give myself an advantage. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, 11. Well. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, it's you, me. you toss a fireball at him, but it, uh, it, it doesn't even hit him. It just goes astray. Yeah, they're all a five and a six. Um, Harko grabs his scimitar <coughs> and then continues to attack Kara. Uh, his first scimitar attack, nat 20. Oh, uh -oh. I love this. I love the way this fight is going. First attack is 10 damage. Oh. Uh, second attack... He rolled an 18, that's gonna hit 8 damage. And then his third attack with his dagger. God. 17 to hit? I don't think that No. Hits. Oh, that's damage! <laughs> 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 Alright. Jeez, with that little dagger! So yeah, he's slash, slash, and then stab, and doesn't quite get you on, okay. on the stab, so. Uh, but he is going at you with a fury. Um. Makes sense. That makes Alara's turn. Um, actually, I'm gonna cast Sacred Flame on him. Okay. Um, I'm so sorry. It's an 18 to save. <laughs> Stop rolling so well. <laughs> all right, all right, Azeroth. As a bonus action, I'm going to cast a favor, which allows me to deal an extra 1d4 radiant damage. For one minute. Nice. nice. And then I'm going to attack him with the long sword. Uh, I'm going to use my reaction to give him advantage. 22. 
22 is a hit. So 11 damage. All right, yeah, you uh, you run over and slash into him. You can see a, a bright trail of white light uh, left on his armor, but it, uh, you uh, cut into his arm a little bit, but uh, unfortunately nothing much more than that. Kara. I'm going to draw my axe. Okay. The battle axe. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, 19 plus... Yeah, that's okay. 10? Alrighty. The fight gets real as Kara draws her axe and brings it down on him. He tries to bring up his scimitar to, to parry and doesn't quite do it. You slam into him and you can see he's jarred from it. It, it hurt him pretty good. Action surge? Kara's going ham. Yeah. Uh, 13. Okay, so. yeah. No, this time he does parry it. I keep... Alright, Akizi? Uh, I am going to cast uh, Healing Spirit using my bonus action. So I am going to make a my big, cool-looking Minotaur, the same one that I got the glass statue made out of, appears behind Kara and, like, puts his big, meaty hands on her shoulders. Uh, so now whenever one of us enters that space, uh, we can regain 1d6 HP. Okay. Or starts our turn there. Yeah. Okay. And that was my bonus action? I was going to say, does your hawk stick around? Yes. Okay. Because that's that's a class feature, that's not a spell. Uh, And then I will goring rush this dude. Okay. Fuck my ass. 13. That is a miss. (laughs) Run up there and just, oh! (laughs) You run at him and he he kind of matadors you and just kind of steps aside. (coughs) So upset by this. Okay. Then he's going to take all three of his attacks to hit Kara again. First one. 20 to hit. That hits. Yep. Four four damage. Second attack. Oh, that is a miss. He rolled a three. And then with his dagger, uh, that is a 16. That's not going to do it. No. So I was going to, because he hit me, or no, when he missed me, sorry, because he missed me, I'm going to use repost. So when a creature misses you with a melee attack, you can use your reaction and expend one superiority die to make a melee weapon attack against it. Add the superiority die to the attack's damage roll on hit. 22. That's a hit. 11 damage. He's not looking great. Yeah, you cut into him and he's bleeding quite profusely now. Okay. Um, Elora. I'm going to do something that she's never done before. I'm going to attack him with my crossbow. Okay. Fuck. Now one. Okay, you are, you are you're fighting point blank, and you whip out your crossbow, and as you're going to take aim, like an, you're not even sure whose it is, but an errant weapon just comes over and knocks the crossbow from your hands and clatters to the ground. Come on. Yeah. Azrath's turn. White. Um... Hit him my longest one again. Okay. Still blue. Mother, it's clearly green. Still blue. Still blue. Yes. Bye, blue. Nineteen is a hit, by the way. Sixteen damage. Oh, jeez. Yeah, you uh, you slash into him, and he cries out in pain this time. You you cut into that same spot and cut through his armor and wound him very badly. Car. Uh... Battle axe him. Okay, 25. 25 hits. 10 damage. Finish him. I just like. You like. 
hurt him really bad, and it was yeah. just... Like, we'll say he even fell to his knees. Yeah, it looks like he's, like, suffering, and it's just, like, she doesn't know what to say, but she just looks so awful and sorry about this whole, just everything, and... When... Um, after he fell to his knees, and as you do it, you're standing before him. He looks up to you, and he's still got that intent to kill, that that unrelenting unforgiveness, and he spits. Yeah, she takes his head off. So it's a quiet moment. It fades to a silhouette. All you see is red with black silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> Slice his head off, and it hits the ground with a thump. I, um, sheath my battle axe and I grab the dagger. And does he have, like, something on him that's sort of like a necklace or a personal item or... Uh, yeah, you, uh, you kind of rifle through him a little bit. Uh, you find a, uh, you find a letter basically addressed to him saying, you know, recruit for, for Xanathar. Um, with instructions, uh, you know, we're specifically looking for Kenku, so you kind of get that confirmation. But, uh, and then you find, um, you know what, I'm going to say you find another letter, and this one is addressed to him, and it's from his brother. Yeah. And all it says is, see you soon, buy your drink. <laughs> and it's old and faded and cracked at the edges, like this was written years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also I take the dagger and I'm in the letter and I'm just like gentle with it with both of these things and I open up my bag and I put them with the others and I just close it up and I walk away. Okay. And that's where I'm gonna call. It. <laughs> <laughs>